Hey everybody, this is your Dutch friend Jan, and you are listening to episode number 81 of the Langpreneur podcast. Um, yeah, guys, today another solo episode. I used to do, to do these uh, Q&A episodes with Oli, but Oli has been um, in a quite hectic period <laughs> in his life, I guess. He has been moving houses, and he still doesn't have any internet in his new house. So yeah, very soon he will be back to join me here on the show. Um, but for now, another solo episode, so I'm going to try my best here, right? So what we're going to talk about today is how to increase the value of your courses without actually changing the course content, right? Now, I took a few minutes before I pressed the record button to um, to make some notes here. So I have the notes in front of me. And uh, yeah, let's get started with this episode. This is the Langpreneur podcast where each week we interview experts in the language learning industry who will show you how to turn your passion for languages into a profitable online business so that you can create an independent career doing something you love. I'm your host, Jan van der Aan. Okay, so how to increase the value of your courses without changing without actually having to change the content, right? Now, over the last few years, I've had the opportunity to work with many Langpreneurs one-on-one in our coaching program, but also um, I've been able to work in some of our, uh, in in other Langpreneurs businesses um, for some of our private clients. And of course, I also run my own language business, Language Boost, right? So um, yeah, the lessons and the examples that I'm going to share with you today are all things actually all real um, all real case studies and um, ideas that I got from working with other people in our niche, right? Now, the main principle, if you want to increase the value of your courses, is that you, I mean, you can charge good money for your courses as long as you solve a problem and as long as you really clear about the problem that you have that you help your clients solve right so never sell the what but always sell the result and i'm going to give you a, a few examples here so that you get an idea for you know what i'm talking about so instead of saying i sell let's say you you have a language course for for travelers right so instead of saying i sell language courses for travelers you can say Learn to get by in Italian and avoid the tourist traps. Or learn to get by in Italian and experience Italy in a way you've never experienced before. Or learn to get by in Italian and have the most romantic trip of your life with your fiancé without having to depend on a guide. Something like that, you see what I mean? So... I mean, the problem is that tourists get, uh, well, at least some tourists get scammed in Italy, right? People are afraid of that, especially when you show them all the scams. Um, another another phenomenon that many people don't like is that they end up in the tourist traps or they get a guy, they don't get to experience the real Italy, Right? So that's the problem that you are solving. You can say, hey, you know what? I will teach you how to get by in Italian and then you won't have that 
you won't have that bad experience, right? Instead, uh, you're going to get a much better experience. So that's the real problem that you are solving. It's much bigger than just learning learning some basics in Italian, right? So um, if you want to increase the value of your courses, think about the real problem that you are solving, right? Why should people buy your course? What is the big benefit? What is the benefit of the benefit? And to give you an example, so the benefit of learning Italian could be that so that on your next trip you you don't have to speak English anymore, right? You can do everything in Italian. But what is the benefit of that? What is the benefit of the benefit? Well, the benefit of the benefit is that you can do everything in Italian so that you don't end up in the tourist traps, so that you can discover parts of Italy where other people don't come, so that you can... And, the, and what is the benefit of that, right? So the benefit of the benefit of the benefit, ask yourself that. Well, the benefit of being able to to travel to places in Italy with your with your fiancé or with your wife Um you know, if you can travel to places where other people don't come, you will have a more romantic experience and therefore, who knows what, and therefore you get married there. Or, you know, that's the, the benefit of the benefit of the benefit. So think about that. It's a really deep question. And it takes some time to come up with, with, with the answers, right? But what business are you really in? Are you just teaching French or Italian or whatever language that you are teaching? What is the benefit of the benefit of the benefit? And I'm going to share a few more examples with you here. And I actually wrote down these examples just before I started the record button. Um, I did it quite quickly. So, yeah, don't just copy-paste these headlines. You still need some tweaking. Um, I'm just sharing these with you to, you know, to give you some direction, to give you some examples, okay? So, um, yeah. So I've also been working with quite a few people who do have uh, pronunciation courses, right? So we're going to take English as an example here, right? So if you sell English pronunciation courses, don't sell, don't say that you sell a pronunciation course. Instead, say that you help people to become more confident when speaking in English so that they can boost their career and get the, the, their dream job, right? That The job they've ever, they've always dreamed of. Um, again, there is a clear problem, right? People move to another country, either to the UK, to Australia, or to the States, and um, they know that they have a strong accent. And they also know that as soon as they have a, a job interview, people hear their accent, they might not take them as seriously anymore. Um, it's sad and unfair most of the time, but it's something that happens, right? And people worry about that. So, you know, that's a problem that you are sol solving. You help those people to get a better accent so that they are perceived more, I don't know, smarter, more intelligent. More intelligent. That's, that's how it works, right? Um, I mean, personally, I don't care anything about having an accent. I mean, I do have an accent. And, you know, yet I'm... I'm running this podcast here. So I don't think you should worry about that, but many people do worry about it, right? So um, that's a fact that you want to offer a solution for that. So that's the real benefit. The, re the benefit is, the real benefit is not that you teach them how to get rid of the accent. Now, the real benefit is that they will sound more, you will help them to sound more authentic in English and therefore increase their chances to land the job they've always dreamed of right the benefit of the benefit now 
if you teach French to intermediate students, never say that you teach French to intermediate students. You can say something like, I help expats to become fluent in French and help them enrich their stay in France. Now, of course, the big question here is what problem are we solving, right? And, you know, I know that expats in general, um, also in places like France, they, they they will always feel like an outsider, right? And some of them are okay with that, uh, but some of them are not and want to blend in, but they never get accepted because, you know, they speak English. Maybe they don't speak French. Some French, but they don't speak it that well. They can't really understand all the conversations that are going on can't really blend in um, the local culture. It's hard to make local friends. And um, yeah, some of them are okay with it, but other for others it's quite annoying. So you can say, you know what, I will I will teach you to become fluent in French so that you can do so that you can blend in with the locals and um, get the most out of your stay in France, right? Never feel lonely anymore. That lonely expat. You know, these are all very strong feelings. So always focus on those feelings, on the problems and the feelings that come with that problem, and then offer the solution to that. So you are not just helping people to to learn French. No, focus on the benefit of the benefit. Two more examples. I, as some of you know, I used to live in China for 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 two years. This was in two thousand and nine till 2011 um, and I still have a few Dutch friends who live there who run businesses there and I mean it has been a while since I talked to them but I I think they still don't speak any Chinese and um, they're quite they're quite annoyed by it because they don't know what's going on I mean they do business they have negotiations and uh, they can't hear what's what the other party, what what they are, what they are talking about, right? What what they are saying about him, and he gets really frustrated by that. So he has to hire interpreters, and but you know he's not always sure if he can rely on those interpreters. So instead of teaching expats to learn Chinese or reaching a high level in Chinese, you can say something like, "Learn finally learn to understand Chinese, so that you will never have to rely on a translator anymore." Um. You see, this is much stronger, right? You will never have to reply to rely on a translator anymore. Um, so you know what people are really talking about. That's a problem that you are solving. So you know, just to go back to the main question: how to increase the value of your courses? Well, it's by talking about the benefits or the benefits of the benefits, if you will. Um, which means that the call to actions in your your blog posts, your podcast episodes, and your or your YouTube videos, never say check out my Chinese course, right? Instead, you can say, want me to help you learn, understand Chinese and never have to rely on a translator anymore? Check out my course, right? So 80% focus is on the benefits and only 20% on the what, right? The Chinese course in this case. Um, the same thing for the headlines on your on your sales page. Don't say intermediate course for French speakers. Instead say, finally become fluent in French and enrich your stay in France, right? That's the, that's the 
big benefit. That's how you get people's attention. And then it will start reading. And of course, you should also mention what you are selling, what exactly they are getting when they sign up. You know, a package of 10 lessons, uh, study materials, all those things. But that should really be only the 20%. And 80% should be on the problem and the solution and the benefits, right? Um, just keep that in mind. So it's really more about how you sell the course rather than what you were selling. So yeah, all the call to actions through your mention the benefit in the call to actions through your course, the headlines of your sales page, but also in the emails, right? Um, so if you're promoting your course in your emails, don't say check out my course, but say want to learn, and then the big benefit. Then click here to check out how you can enroll, right? So you do not even need to mention the course. Talking benefits, not about the what. Now I'm going to give you one more example and this example actually comes from our website. So if you go to langpreneur.com um, you will see a button in the in the menu is called private clients and um, yeah there you can find you can learn more about what we do. But what we do is we basically help creators in the language learning niche to build their online business right. So most of the times these are YouTubers um, usually widely successful they get lots of traffic, they make money from AdSense sponsorship, maybe they're selling online courses as well, but they know deep down that relying on YouTube algorithms and sponsorships is a dangerous game, right? YouTube algorithms can change. There's also lots of competition on YouTube. Um, it can also be quite tiring because you need to keep you know, producing, publishing videos every single week or every single month, and uh, it can become very tiring. And they know that it's not... It's it's not a, a you know that kind of business is not um, solid for in the long run. It's not really future proof. So we say so that's the pain point, right? That's a problem. So we say we we help you build a future proof business for you off YouTube that you can one hundred percent own and control. We stabilize your life and secure your future for the long term. And the best part, it doesn't cost you anything. Because you only pay us a percentage of the extra revenue that we help you make off YouTube. You see what we did here? So there is a clear problem, right? You don't want to depend on YouTube algorithms and the competition. And then there is a solution. We help you build a future-proof business. And then we say, and the best part, it doesn't cost you anything. So you're going to get the solution without having to go through the pain of hiring an expensive marketing company. And this is actually something that you can add to your main benefit as well. So you could say, for example, and just going back to the examples that I used um, earlier on, right? So you can say, get by in Italian and experience Italy in a way you've never experienced before without... Yeah, without what? It's, it's kind of hard to do this off the top of my <laughs> the top of my head here while I'm recording. But you could say without having to spend a year learning Italian, right? Or without having to go to an expensive language school and, and waste and waste your valuable time. Something like that. Again, guys, I yeah, these examples that I'm coming up with here, I did them really quickly. Um they're not perfect, but I hope they, that they're going to give you some direction. So next time when you're writing a sales letter, you know it could be a sales email 
or it could be a call to action in your YouTube videos. Uh, it could be a headline for your sales page. Think about this and think, really think in the benefits. Never sell the what. Always sell the solution to their problems. That was it for today. I hope you like it. If you like it, let me know. And um, see you in the next episode. Ciao. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode. And if you like this episode, then please give this podcast a positive review in the app wherever whatever app that you're using that's going to help us grow the podcast and do more awesome things for you on the show if you want to listen to other episodes resources and um, you know maybe join one of our future events and go to langpreneur.com uh, we also do help some of the biggest names in our industry to scale their six and seven figure businesses so if you want us to help you out with that then just uh, go to the website or just send me a DM on Instagram at the Langpreneur. Look forward to hearing from you and see you on the next episode.